and I must keep running, running, and 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 I like to kill it. Yes, the wrong turn. I like the killing remix. That was called <laughs> Hello and Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast for the week of July 11, 2019. It is episode 95. We're going to get right Ooh. into this, baby. We're, we're starting late as usual, and yeah. I am tired. Uh, Thursdays are starting to get uh, very busy for me. I, this is my third podcast of the night, and it's taking its toll. Hey, you know the song for whom the bell tolls? It tolls for me right yes. now. I'm tired. So we're, we're going to hit this. I just don't want to let everyone know we have a website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. We have an email that is a weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And we have a Twitter account that is WS Marvel Comics. And if you follow us, we follow back 100%. That's our rule. We do all that. We have a Patreon account. How come I'm exhausted and I haven't messed up these yet? I know. I, I'm usually yeah. Having so many problems. Yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> I, maybe that's it. I'm not thinking too far ahead now. I'm just thinking. Actually, I'm sitting there reading them, and I'm picturing myself laying on in my bed, just going to sleep. Maybe that's the key. <laughs> just think of that yeah, sexy vision of me in bed with my shorts and shirt on. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Yum. It is patreon.com slash weird science i will be talking about wearing a shirt in a hot tub coming up as well uh me and robbie reyes have <laughs> a definite thing and and this is the thing uh i know that that's something that you know people make fun of i have never done different and at one point it, when i i was talking to i and i was talking to a bunch of people but we were talking about you know weight and stuff like that when i graduated high school uh my senior year i weighed 113 pounds i believe is what i weighed and i was wrestling then and doing some stuff and playing sports uh and so uh, even then like i was 5'7 113 and i wore a shirt in the pool i i'm not a uh, guy who likes people to look at me and especially bare skin I don't like it. I get very nervous. That's, I, I don't know. I, I'm weird that way. And I also, yeah. I had a thing, even as like a five-year-old, for some reason, I insisted that I was would have to wear a shirt if I was in the ocean. The ocean weirded me out. And yeah. I thought well, that I needed- The, need, the I, salt I really, chafe your nipples there? Eh, no, it was like I was afraid of <laughs> hypodermic needles and stuff that I'd heard. I, I had heard mm-hmm. reports of uterus coming up and stuff. And now this yeah. is the Jersey Shore yeah, as really, a kid. It was just and, the plain old sharks that always got me. I'm yeah. like, I only go up into ocean water up to my knees or as far really? as I can see my feet. That's my rule. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't like that. It. And we used to go camping at one point as a kid. And it was at a campground. They had a lake you could swim in. And I didn't like swimming in anything like that wasn't a pool, stuff like that, because, you know, the lake, it's got lily pads and stuff and then fish hit yeah. your legs. Oh, that's nasty. I'm a gr- I don't go in and- seaweed or lily pad ridden Yeah, that's lakes what I'm saying. Or, it's or it's or like anything. you're just going swimming. And I, I know that, you know, this is how man uh, has done it all, you know, existence. But yeah. that's why they made pools, right? That, that, yeah. And I, that's I told why the shower the, was invented. 
Yeah, really. Somebody else yeah, was I... equally as grossed out by that. Yeah, that yeah everybody was grossed out. Now, I will tell you, uh, <laughs> when Jaws came out way back in the 70s, and I was a real little kid, my uncle, I've talked about this on the DC podcast, my uncle painted a, a great white shark on the bottom or had somebody painted on the bottom of his pool, and it scared the crap out of me and my brother. Even though we uh, knew yeah, it was a painted thing, it scared us. But uh, we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can go and listen to a ton of shows that are exclusive to the Patreon. If you go and sign up now you won't be charged until august and if you do decide to quit before then you will never be charged now the big show each week is picked by the fresh start crew beep boop and they pick two books that we're going to talk on the patreon only exclusive podcast and this week they picked a really big one which was invisible woman number one and one that me and you actually enjoyed. Or was it? Which was Wolverine <laughs> versus Blade special number one. Yeah. And I see that me and you are still two of the only ones who enjoyed that book. People yeah, are not liking that. I don't understand no. it. I, I even yeah, flipped sure. through it again today just to kind of like see I showed you know, Eric. the craziness. We were talking about it while we were recording it, that it, the art looks so good. And I thought that Eric would really dig the art of the vampires. I showed him. He said it looked really good. And he's like, those are more vampires, is what he said. And I said, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I don't know about. what you're saying to me. You're yeah. a pretentious <laughs> jerk, I told him. Uh, yeah, so if you want to hear Invisible Woman number one, Hey, you can go over to the Patreon, sign up and listen to that. I'm not saying that we were fully uh, positive on it. So if you're thinking that that's the case, maybe that's not something you should go listen yeah. to. I don't know, uh, because we thought there was some problems with that that hopefully are rectified by the next issue. But we're going to get into tonight's issues. We got three issues tonight. We got Avengers. We got Venom. And then we have War of the Realms Omega to pretty much close the door on the War of the Realms officially for us in AA round of joining us for that but me and brandon are going to start with the avengers right now it's avengers number 21 it is written by jason aaron art by jason masters colors by jason keith and i, I when i was reviewing it on the site i'm like what is this the party of jason's or something i i knew yeah. one jason my entire life and it was my uncle's dog he had a German shepherd named Jason. I didn't know any other Jason. When so all of a sudden, Joe three Kamanga is doing party. the letters for this issue, he has to sit at the other table. He's not allowed. Yeah, really. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm just going to honor honorary uh, Jason J- VC's Jason Karamanga. I'm going to call him. It's Joe <laughs> J- Karamanga. Joe, quote unquote, Jason Karamanga. Jason Karamanga. Yeah. Okay, Malchus War of the Realms has come to an end with the Avengers on the victorious side. For now, Earth's mightiest heroes may have a chance to catch their breath. And they do somewhat. Uh, You start off, and I like some of the concepts in this issue. There's some things that I don't think play out very well. One of the things that's going to test your, you know, your mileage of this issue is going to be number one. If you read the War of the Realms, if you bailed for that, and then you come back in this, uh, you may be a little confused, but also you'll be like, hey, I thought we were going to get started with this book. And no, this is more (laughs) of a, you know, epilogue type deal. It's a little cool down. It does set up things going forward. But what it actually does, in my mind, it actually sets up something new, too, which kind of made me, uh, even though I liked it, I rolled my eyes a little bit. Yeah, well, it sets up uh, with the cliffhanger, something new, but something we've seen in in almost every book. But it also it sets up something with Coulson and the, you know, the squadron Supreme, but it's not necessarily to me setting it up. It's more of wrapping up a little loose end that we've had. And that was pushed during this 
War of the Realms, when you had the Avengers book, where I said during the War of the Realms, what Jason Aaron did with this Avengers book is continue some of the storylines that he had dangling, one of them being the Squadron Supreme. And I thought that was a pretty good idea for him. It kind of does pay off a little here or start to pay off. What I did like is when we get to it, I like the little jokey Squadron Supreme that we had, you know, the last couple of times they appeared. It was more, even including the free comic book day deal, it was more of a dig at DC than anything else. You can't keep doing that, though. If you're going to have the Squadron Supreme in your story (laughs) and go forward, you can't just keep having them as a punchline. To go with this, oh, it's just, you know, the Justice League amalgam that we're going to put fun of all Even just making them these. be like Coulson's lackeys kind of, you know, downgrades yeah. them a little bit. I, like I, the, it, you know, it does, but he to seems me. to be part of the government that's in charge of them. So I don't, but at least they don't come out of a portal and start going like, whoa, it's, it's a rebirth, guys. Or, hey, man, it <laughs> looks like we got a, a bunch of heroes and we're in a crisis. These are the things that they yeah. were doing. They, it was like all jokes. At least they come out and look like they're going to try to do something, even to the point where during the War of the Realms, if you were reading the Avengers deal, where they did go and get some frost giants, but all they did was drive them to what I would like to consider Buffalo, Canada. It did look like they went through Buffalo, <laughs> though. It, it really yeah. was. When they were taking they them there... Well, they, yeah, else, they, yeah. well, I guess they the frost giants are big enough they could pretty much cross anywhere. But you know, they if can, you're strumming they from New crossing. York on their way yeah, through, they were <laughs> crossing around your way. I mean, we saw yeah. Niagara Falls, all that stuff. When I went to Niagara Falls, it was right after leaving Buffalo. When I went there the yep. one time, oh, yeah. so you I can, go through we can Buffalo pretty to get much to the falls. Yeah, it's you can pretty much way. assume that they did go through Buffalo. And uh, the the problem was when the Frost Giants were in the U.S. and in, in New York and they were causing these bad snowstorms or whatever, word never got to Buffalo. They they You no. guys in Buffalo actually <laughs> thought it was like, temperate yeah. time. Must, you're like, man, it's August. pretty yeah. – yeah, you're like, it's pretty warm out. What's going on? Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened. But they end up getting the Frost Giants. And that was a joke in that issue was, we hey, they're they're going off to Canada. Should we follow them? No, we're, we're not Canadians' no, yeah, biggest heroes. Problem. We're the U.S. We're U.S. Go USA. And it was like that. So they mentioned that in this issue in a way that I thought was okay because it almost makes it where Black Panther calls him out on it. Like, you know, you guys are jokes. Well, yeah, that's and, a, and that's I what I'm like, saying. My favorite parts of this issue are yeah. actually the interactions well, yeah. with Black it Panther. It is, and that's and, the and only thing. That and, and, that and the cliffhanger are the only real things moving forward because what you're getting is a cool down with – some character moments that aren't kind anything of, that yeah. we don't know. Y- you yeah. know what I mean? You have a Tony no, Stark yeah. where he starts worrying that he's more AI than Tony. Well, we've been reading yeah, the Tony Stark book, so we book. know that. Yeah. And so what this, what he seems to be doing in this is if somebody else has Tony's another Tony's probably book, in Captain, the Escape doing uh, yeah. beer bongs oh, yeah. right now yeah, with that helmet trying, on. Yeah, really. He's, he's <laughs> doing beer bongs with some real <laughs> awful fraternity. Uh, and so you, you even have a thing with Captain Marvel where, oh, you know, the Kree is going to show up. Well, that would be more uh, served in her book. So this seems to be one of those where Jason Aaron's like, okay, we have some downtime. 
let me remind everybody who's reading this, not only just what the Avengers have been doing, but also what these individual characters have even been doing in their own book and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so we go with Except it. And it Cap. does, it, I don't know. Cap, it's like hard. It's just kind of, yeah, the he's thinking about star brand and, and stuff like that, but that was part of the <laughs> war of the realms thing to as well. So forward. Yeah, yeah, he's going. So, well, they're in this hot tub. They're enjoying themselves, and there there's some fun to be had. At the one point, you know, you have some cool things, and I think it's a really cool way that Jason Aaron is showing you of Thor. And, and Thor of any of these characters should be the one that he plays off the best because he's been writing Thor I think, since 1832. I think was when I yeah. checked it. Since so Thor, Thor number one. <laughs> Thor is there. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Thor is there and he keeps putting the hammer down, but he's got to keep picking up because he's afraid he's not going to be worthy the next time he picks it up. And also he yeah. likes the idea of picking it up and being worthy. I like that. It is a little played out. And then, you know, by the, the, you know, when they get all nervous and jerky, it's it's a little over the top. But while this is going on, they're in a hot tub, him and Tony. And it's funny because I'm reading this. I'm like, why is Tony in the hot tub with his helmet on? He's got his Iron Man helmet. It's the most ridiculous thing. If they're going to make that, they're going to throw shade at Robbie later for wearing a shirt. I kept thinking at the beginning, like you look ridiculous. Like what's going on? It's it's like the opposite. Cap, if you Cap look marvelous into the water. Yeah, well, uh, Tony's, Tony's wearing the helmet, helmet for he's a reason. Using it for something. He's using yeah, it. But... That's what it, I like. That though, I actually like it with the twist then of where to, he says to me, Thor's putting the hammer in the water so it's lighter, just in case yeah, he yeah, can't just lift doing it. That maybe <laughs> you have there, and also in the beginning, it's so funny the the opening deal. It's just them, and then you realize they're nude, which makes me laugh. But even so, you have Tony who is doing cleanup and things like that with the different, you know, Iron Man suits that he's sending out, even at a point where they do have some, hey, we got some loose frost giants still here, Cap says, and he's like, all right, Hulkbuster on it. So Tony's taking care of everything from the hot tub, which is cool. Steve shows up, and, and where it is is there, Tony has a nice deal where he says, listen, I don't care you know, what's going on? You're Thor, Thunderstick, no Thunderstick. You're the only god I'd follow to hell and back. And you can tell Hercules yeah. that. And uh, it's funny because Thor seems like really happy about that. Like, oh, that's really nice. You know what? If I had to pick anybody, any one mortal any to stand human. by my side, yeah. no matter what. And then Steve, uh, uh, Iron Man interrupts him. Tony interrupts him. goes, you'd choose Steve. We'd all choose Steve. And he's like, I suppose so. But maybe if the war, you know, the fight was in the air. I get you. Well, that's when Steve shows up (laughs) and Cap's like, hey, what's going on? I got stuff to do. I can't relax. And then the best is they're like, oh, come on. Get in the hot tub for five minutes. Come on. Everybody needs to relax. And he's like, I don't have anything to wear. I don't have a bathing suit in there. Neither did we. He gets in with the classic, the shields covering his junk. And they get in. The shield <laughs> seems to be, I guess that is underwater that you can see, but it seems like it's floating. It's a little weird. And I said, I don't mind the art, but at points it's a little too far away from the scene. Like even like that scene yeah. where you have them in the hot say, tub, I'm the not three a huge of them. Fan of the art in this. No, issue. That, I well, think some that's of the, the thing when it when it gets close enough, it's and... okay. But even like here's the scene: they're in the hot tub, and you have it. You want to show all three. I understand, but 
it's a pretty boring picture throughout. I mean, most of yeah. that panel is just rock and a water. And then you have the little characters there. And I, I didn't think it did a great job. But the part that no. you like comes up It doesn't up even where, make their base look all that cool. Like, no, yeah, they're, it they're just, in yeah. some part of the base, It's a weird I guess, combo that at points tub, it, looks, it looks a little cartoony, but then it tries to be gritty. Coulson shows up the next page, and he kind of looks like a puppet. He looks like, like, I'm a real yeah, boy. Weird, His definitely. mouth is odd. <laughs> Maybe he had a stroke. I don't. So you end up where that you go to the Pentagon. So again, this is full out U.S. government. Like Colson isn't on the side doing things. They they have him yeah, in charge of the squad. level of the Pentagon. Yeah, he's full out. And yeah, he's in a level of the Pentagon not many people th- know of. This ninth level, I believe it is. Sub-level nine, actually. And he, they, there's an intruder. It ends up being T'Challa, and throughout, like, like this War of the Realms, and even like we haven't had much of T'Challa, especially as the leader of the Avengers. Everybody was doing their War of the Realms stuff, or as they call it in here, yeah. you know, that Thor War is what they they said. And I appreciate <laughs> that because I even said this past at the past uh, podcast at DC. Oh yeah, it's I hate when. Peeve. Yeah. I hate when they call it something that's on the cover just because it's on the cover when they would never know that that's what it would be called. So yeah. I like when they're like, uh, I don't know what to call it. In case of War of the Realms, that's not too far out there, I no, guess. No, it's not too far, you know, but I like of, the idea that... to other things like Heroes and Crisis. It's not a brand name, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not a brand name that everybody knows or Final Crisis over at DC, but the one that gets me is Flashpoint, where people yeah. out of nowhere will just oh, that's say, the one that yeah, pops during the Flashpoint, constantly. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, why would you just call remember it, it that? Yeah, nobody yeah, should why remember would you it. Call it that? Not any of no. you. <laughs> Not remember it, but even so, like, this isn't something that they all get together to call it. So I like that, eh, that Thor war. But T'Challa goes, and I like this because it really does remind you that he is the head of the Avengers. Colson even yeah, says, like, what, what do I have the pleasure of the King of Wakanda and the leader of the Avengers coming down? This could spark an international incident. You're, you're getting arrested. You're not allowed here. And he does have these bots deal, the classic Nick Fury uh, deal. Well, they they end up, T'Challa just takes care of them with this blast. And they're down. It's like, the Fury LMDs better be okay. I only have a couple of those left. But this is where I like it, too, because when we had Coulson at the very beginning, when he first showed up in the series, he he murdered, you know, he killed. And we thought that was off. And we thought something was going to be, no, oh, that wasn't really him, whatever. Yeah, this pretty Mef- much spells Mephisto out it was. ends up popping in at the end yeah. of that story, too. And, that yeah, and oh, that's well, what I'm saying, and here. that ties in. But even with this, where T'Challa calls him out on it, he's like, you're a murderer, and you're a jerk. This squadron supreme, you better stop it, because the Avengers, are. we're going to get pissed, and there's going to be a fight that doesn't need to happen, but you got to have him back off. And I wonder if they know how bad a guy you really are, and that's where he pulls out the, you know, hey, why don't we check? Why don't we call them up? And they do show up. In the meantime, you go back to Avengers Mountain. And in a weird scene, because you even said before we started, you just had yeah. a scene. You just had a book with whole issue. She-Hulk. A whole issue yeah. of She-Hulk. Now, well, some people I, took- I didn't go crazy over that issue of She-Hulk either. If you remember, I'm like, well, I don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And, and with some people did. And some we, people said, we, oh, like, man. this revert right yeah. back to that cr- yeah, Stup- and it's kind of weird stupid too. She-Hulk we've been getting. Yeah, this is like, you know, crazy, sexy, cool She-Hulk who's talking to herself <laughs> about how she, you know, she's listening to the TLC, I think. She's she's there and she runs, walks by Blade and Blade's like, hey, yeah. 
you know, what's cooking good looking? It's like the worst. It doesn't even seem like it's almost like at first he's suddenly he's suddenly yeah. telling her to go take a shower because she's covered in yeah. elf blood or he whatever the hell she's got all over. That it's it's frost yeah. giant blood. She stinks. And and then he's like, Man, you taste so bad. I could practically, you know, you smell so bad. I could practically taste it. And what's weird in that, it looks like he looks like he's licking boy thing there. That's on his shoulder still. <laughs> it's very odd. And then again, it's art. And and with this art, then you see she changes her body type changes throughout, and it's weird. But he goes yeah. by. She all goes, "Hey, lucky for you, I'm on my way out. Or this could get weird, baby." And there's She-Hulk going, am I insane or did he Let's just flirt with weird. me? And it, and again, it's yeah. one of those where you're now getting a Jennifer of the mind, but the She-Hulk of the mouth. So you get, oh my, do I think that possibly the Blade is flirting with me? It's perplexing, but let me find out. Er, Hulk need drink. Blade one drink, Hulk. And I'm like, what, what just happened? We're right back <laughs> no. to this crazy deal where and and so where you had this last issue with she hulk where i said some people were mad because jason aaron seemed to be spelling out oh you know the good looking hulk from before that was ridiculous and whatnot when he hadn't had that hulk in his book anyway so why make your stand when it doesn't matter because you're just going to give us this one hole. Now, I said maybe this was pointing out that we'll get a combo we kind of do because we get of the mind but when she talks, she's just brute Hulk that just yeah. wants, you know, carnal, you know, pleasures, drink, man, whatever. And it, it threw me off. It, it really did. And this whole yeah, thing of nonsense. them flirting, it seemed as if he is giving us a She-Hulk. Now, if, I, if anybody's going to get mad at She-Hulk's representation, don't get mad last issue. Save it for this issue. Because in my yeah. mind... What Jason Aaron does is basically sit there and says, okay, I got my story all mapped out. He leaves She-Hulk on the side because whoever doesn't have anything to do, they'll just flirt with each other and she'll grumble and yell and and whatnot. And this happened to be played. Or really resolved her and Thor going back and forth with all that stuff. And then now we're doing another one here. With War of the Realms. Now it's, it's Blade. And like, hey, yeah. you want drink? No way. You know, vampires drink alone. You know, I'm like George Thorogood here, baby. And she's like, okay. Oh, man. Like, but thanks. Uh, I got to go. Where Blade go? Oh, I'm going to the Russians. They have Draculas and they, the vampires and the fang heads. Me come too. Me smash fang heads. Oh, God, I shouldn't say that. Why am I? Like, all right, this is going yeah, on. Yeah, like way, we're now we're saying that's long. racist or something. I don't quite. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, that I was just think that she's just saying that it really sounded weird. <laughs> I, I just think that she was like, I, I'm, I shouldn't say words that I usually don't say. I sound stupid. Uh, but he's going to go off and do his vampire things and, you know, get Dracula and stuff. That That is a loose end. So that's okay. Going off to do that. Uh, but yeah, he goes. Then we get Carol. She's on a boat with Robbie. They stole one of Tony's boats and they're going out to, you know, take care of these fire sharks and kind of talk. Yeah. Robbie still and then truly end up doing anything. No, well, they end up turning the boat into the Hell Charger so they can let loose. Yeah, That's all they like, do. Do they just and burn these sharks to death? Is that what they no, do? No, I don't I, even I think don't they know. care about the sharks, really, because at this point, Robbie Reyes, again, if, if She-Hulk has nothing to do and keeps reverting to this deal, all Robbie Reyes has been doing, even during War of the Realms, is complain that he's scared of not being good enough and that he doesn't want to be 
you know, his deal. He, he doesn't want to be Ghost Rider. Yeah. So He's scared of I'm the like, power really, like, stop, stop doing this. Just do your thing. And they end up letting loose. Oh, man, we turned the boat in the Hell Charger. Look at me. I'm Captain Vengeance, the fire pirate. I'm like, that didn't hit very well, but okay, I'll let you go with that. Yeah, so then you finally go back to what we like, where T'Challa's, you know, confronting the Squadron Supreme. And at this point, they're not jokes. They are legitimately coming out and saying, you're under arrest. We're going to take you down. You have Nighthawk, who's, you know, the leader comes out. You're going to jail. I don't care what you said. You resist. You don't resist. or We're going to fight you. Uh, and T'Challa's like, no, you know, just ask Coulson, you know, what's going on and ask him how, why he does this and why do you trust him? Because there's no real answer. And they're going to take him in. They go to grab T'Challa. It's actually a hologram, which seems a yeah. little odd for what he had done. No, that, he teleports there. out when they yeah. go to grab oh, him. Oh, did he teleport? Because I just Brew see him. one to teleport. Yeah, it's like uh, a it's cable slide by one why, thing. Yeah, why and is he Brew hooked is up? one of the um, agents of Wakanda. Okay. It's just weird. It took me because he's actually hooked up to those uh cables it just seems weird when he gets there that yeah. those cables would be hooked up to him no, but yeah, that's, teleports, those cables that's... are him uploading things into the computer no. that he, he learned okay, from so that's being after here. the deal so he teleports yeah. which that's cool then I, for some reason i thought it was a hologram uh he gets out and yeah so you have the squadron supreme he didn't solve anything and now they're more pissed you know so you would think that but you go back to the hot tub they're having their fun doing their deal. Uh, yeah, so then that's where you do have, you know, everybody, Robbie gets in with a shirt. They say he doesn't have a vote. It's not as, you know, the warm, they need to warm up the hot tub. Robbie flames on and heats it up. See, you have some nice things, but that's where. Yeah, I was where, done with all this hot tub stuff. Yeah, well, that's when you end up getting book. everybody in the hot tub. Yeah. Everybody in the hot tub starts having their doubts. You know, you have Tony, like, I wonder if the real Tony, since I'm an uploaded AI, I wonder if the real Tony would like this hot tub as much as I do. And then you have Thor, like, maybe I'm going to not be worried. You know, all these things going on. Uh, Cap is worried about, you know, the new star brand that he's told about. You end up with all these things. Captain Marvel's worried about the Kree. Um, but yeah, as this goes on, then you end up with, like you said, T'Challa. Now I get the progression. I was actually paging through. He is uploading stuff. And even what they were just talking about, the stuff with Coulson, you know, he wants everything with Coulson. And this is where I, you would think that maybe he's going to figure out, you know, the Mephisto stuff as that's happening anyway now because he's searching, yeah. searching. And like, what does this all have in common? And, and with the point that when T'Challa was there with the Squadron Supreme, one of the biggest lines was, how did you get your powers? Like, how did you guys become? And that seems to have been, in my mind, the wish and one of the parts of it that Mephisto would have given them. So, uh, you know, that's kind of cool. But then you just go off to Vegas and see he's there and looks like he's up to even more. You know, stuff. He's got all their figures of them and even more stuff yeah, he going is in on. Vegas. Even- That'll make Aaron happy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it ties back to the Vegas deal, you, you know, and you even have the the Russian, you know, team there with them. You have all these different characters, Moon Knights there, you know, looking yeah, to be ready to be controlled. So, yeah, I mean, there's some fun parts of this. It does get things going a little bit. Uh, next issue better be full out, you know, let's tie up some things. Let's get yeah, some let's things do moving. Something. Uh, so yeah, I did like the beginning of the hot tub. I liked the stuff with black Panther, but, uh, the art was a little off. I'm going to give this a seven out of 10. What are you going to give it? 
Yeah, I'm going to give it a 6.5. You know, I didn't really enjoy the art as much as I usually do in this book, and all the hot tub stuff was okay, but but not anything that needed to linger on for for so long. But I did l- enjoy the Black Panther parts of the series, yeah. and and kind of look forward to uh, you know him continuing that mystery or whoever's going to at, at least that thread of the story uh, going forward. But it looks like we're taking a venture off into dealing with a kind of a one shot maybe ish type yeah. thing with Robbie Reyes trying to get rid of powers next. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we'll see. But we're going to move on to the next book right now. All right. And the next book is Venom number 16. That's one of your favorite hockey numbers, I would believe, yep. because that's Pat LaFontaine, I believe, right? He was yep. number 16. Yeah, and is. this is Venom number 16. And uh, a big thing about this is Donny Cates is back. So the War of the Realms is over. Donny Cates is back. Not quite ready for carnage yet so no. we're gonna get a setup to carnage and, and with that uh ryan stegman is busy off doing carnage stuff yeah. it seems so he's not on this as well but it's donny kate's writing juan gideon on art jesus abertov on colors mvc's clayton kells on letters disgraced reporter eddie brock stumbled upon an aggressive alien organism and and really that disgraced reporter is in there to really give you the wink wink of what's going to happen in yeah. this. But the the worst part of this is back to the roots. Yeah. Uh, wh- why even put a recap page? If you're going to have the credits at the end, you know what I mean? It's the credits are the last page. I didn't even think of that. A- and so why <laughs> even bother? Because by now we've, we've already seen things. And I think that that was one of the things that I did like about Marvel is the, you know, the recap page, but also the idea that it's usually at the beginning. Disgraced reporter Eddie Brock stumbled upon an aggressive alien organism called a symbiote during one of the lowly points of his life. The two are joined and use their combined lust for violence to make their city safer. But after recently being separated again, Brock has been unable to resist using brutality to solve his problems. As difficult as it may be to admit, even without the symbiote, Eddie Brock is... Dan, 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 he's Venom. Venom. And I'll, I'll tell you, he... I like the killing. He likes the killing. Still and does, in this yes. issue, uh, I, like the, I like the concept. Uh, really, reading that recap page right there will give you a little hint of what's going on better in the issue as you go in, because I've seen a lot of people are confused. They're confused at what's going on. Really? I it wasn't is, all that confused at no, all. No, I, I wasn't either. It's Venom of the exactly Mind. What was going on. It's Venom of the Mind. It's that, but I think that what's happening is they think that Venom is still full out, 100% controlling Eddie, but it's more to me, it's almost like he's treating it as a, almost like a mental illness. Yeah, like an excuse the, to Yeah, and using him out. to be able to do uh, you yeah. know act out and to it's almost like he's still he's pretty been damn with strong, venom though. so long <laughs> that anytime he has these bad thoughts he thinks of them as coming from venom anyway yeah. so when he wants to you know kill it's one of those where where me and you might sit there and sit and like okay brandon just calm yourself don't get in a fight don't get in a fight Eddie's doing it with the idea of let me out, Eddie, let me do it. Let me do what we both want to do. And then he just goes. And so the art changes to show him as being Venom when he's, you know, legitimately just a very pissed off and angry Eddie. And I like it because this issue is showing you that, uh, you know, he's going to have to control his anger. He's going to have yeah. to learn to control it. Especially uh, now that he's got a son he's responsible he's for. He's got a son. Plus, this is, might lead you to start doing some crazy. Yeah, you're, you're doing it to a local thug down the street and you're Eddie Brock. That might, you know, be okay. 
if you're going to start doing this to some really, you know, high power deals like a carnage that shows up, you're not yeah. going to be able to do that. You're, you're going to get yourself killed. Uh, but yeah, it pretty much recaps the idea that during the War of the Realms, he wasn't the regular symbiote. He didn't have the symbiote, but he was like this, you know, War of he the Realms. Granted wish a wish, giving, basically. Yeah, wish giving Venom. And, you know, he's going with that. But in the meantime, you go back to pretty much what Donny Cates has been leading up to and has been dealing with in the last couple of issues before the War of the Realms is the idea of his son. You know, Dylan, and he doesn't even know that uh, poor Dylan doesn't even know that Eddie's his dad yet. And, uh, you know, it seems like he's, you know, he's been too much of a chicken to tell him. Really, Yeah, he he doesn't want to tell him. I think that he's afraid to, you know, that might make it in your mind like that's the full out responsibility, though he seems very responsible with him. But I also think there's the thing that he doesn't want Dylan to think that he's going to end up like him. And, And Eddie had an awful relationship with his own dad. So that, you know. Being somebody's dad in Eddie's mind, I think, because he was pretty much abused and yelled at and all that is not the greatest thing. A dad in Eddie's mind is not, you know, something good. So he's going to kind of go. Somebody to eventually let you down kind of thing. Yeah. And so Dylan's sick and, you know, okay, well, you know, I'll help you. But before that, he, in his mind, he has bad thoughts. And and these things happen a lot. I mean, if, if tomorrow I love my kids. But if tomorrow Rafe said he was sick and then the next day Logan said he was sick, I have so many kids that by the fourth kid is like, oh, I feel sick. I'd be like, why can't these kids just get out of my face? You know what I mean? You do get angry. You don't act on it. Eddie doesn't act on this. It's just that when he does this, it's kind of the venom in him talking. It's it's the bad part of him. It's the guy who doesn't have any patience. And and that's the thing. He wants to be a, a good person and a good dad, even though he doesn't want to tell Dylan he's dead. But this is the anger that he's worried about. And it kind of shows the deal. And in the meantime, when this is the first time it pops up, I'm like, man, that Dylan's pretty tough. He's not reacting to all that goo and spit in his face because it's not really happening. But yeah. Eddie's like, come on, you know, let's go. And it does set up. And Dottie Cates does a good setup where he's like, uh, Eddie's like, listen, Dylan, I'm going to go get you some soup. And, you know, there and he's like, I don't have any money. I, where am I going to get soup? And he puts on his hoodie and he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go. And as he's thinking, he's like, I don't really want to do this but you know desperate times you, you think that he's going to go rob somebody yeah or he's gonna, i thought you know, he steal money. Go steal something from yeah like that he's just going to steal and it's going to be one of those that he tried to justify that he had to free do it slurpee for day after all you yeah i know get a free is. slurpee yeah. while you're I, I read at one point that i think it's a large slurpee the quickest anybody ever drank a large slurpee in a contest was like nine seconds i'm like that is ridiculous uh, i want to tell you freeze. we we had this stupid contest when we were in college a drinking game contest and one oh, of the yeah. games was you and had what to did chug. you win another beer is that what no, you got yeah, you didn't win anything it was just you know pride i guess you mm-hmm. won uh but one of the contests was you had to chug a mixed uh mixed drink it, and it was an iced mixed drink you know like uh margarita yeah. or something like that full mm. iced margarita my buddy lou he was a huge dude powerlifting guy from no. uh went to mercyhurst played football he he probably drank a no, full Mercy cup of that, a full, a, a full red uh yeah. Full red solo cup in five seconds. Chugged it really? up as quick as you can get Just it up. Down. And it was down. I swear That's to God. nice. The only thing I could do is they had that thing uh, when I was in college where everybody was trying to eat like a uh, certain amount of saltine crackers in amount of time. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I, could, I remember that. I could do that all day. 
And it's really? mainly because... Oh, oh yeah. man, and, I can't I mean, do those at all. There are some times that, unfortunately, people will realize this because there's a lot of times where I am talking on a podcast. It's usually when I'm doing a show by myself on Patreon because you can't stop and yeah. drink or whatever. But boy, I get a lot of saliva that builds up as I'm talking. I'm awful with that. I never have a dry mouth. And because of that, <laughs> I could just keep putting saltines in and they just dissolve and go down and they start over again. I could go forever. And I ended, up, uh, I ended up winning a contest at a bar the one night because I even <laughs> said to my buddy Chad, we were out and I'm like, I know I can do this. Like there, there is not a time because the big problem is, is your, your mouth dries up. Yeah, you know, you the crackers right will take after all like the deal. two or three crackers. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I say it right now and I actually have to swallow right now because I've got so much. For some reason, I just can gather a lot of freaking saliva Nasty. in my mouth and it never ends. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's awful. And it's awful <laughs> for podcasting when you're, especially like I said, when you're talking by yourself and you don't want to go like that and, you know, get things yeah. going. So I'm trying not to, but he doesn't go to rob anybody. He actually goes to get a job. Again, it goes back to his reporting deal, the Daily Globe, Daily Globe. the Sin Eater exposed. That's even a little foreshadowing yeah, in the deal. What's going to happen? And here. he ends up wanting to get a job. And and the big thing is, and it's kind of one of those that really stinks because he goes to see Clark at the uh, Daily Globe. This was a guy who was an intern when Eddie did work there yeah. before. And this guy now is the guy he has to talk to. But he does say, because Eddie's a decent guy. And this Clark's like, you know what? You were really nice to me. You were one of the nicest guys to me when I was an intern. So uh, come on in my office and then just says, yeah, I don't have a job for you. And he's like, really? I need a job. Again, he turns into Venom. He gets his anger issues. And, and it's funny, too. It's, it's very much a Hulk-esque deal. But yeah. I do like it. I love the idea because then you do get the idea of when he's triggered, number one. Yeah. But you also do get you know, a clever way to kind of still have Venom in a Venom book. And I think that, at first, too, when before he's totally agitated by the end of the story, he's not reacting or acting on these impulses. No, he's like, not at all. He's just thinking. The, uh, his buddy here is just not, you know, not reacting oh, yeah. to somebody oh, no, shouting I mean, in their face. Here's the deal. Like the, he, there's no way. And even before that, Dylan wasn't reacting to getting spit on by Venom. He was just yeah. laying there. And But, uh, but ne- later on, when he's fighting the, the well, later Carnage on, zombies. Well, he takes it and he basically... Basically, he's like, I'm going to kick butt. But, you know, it's still Eddie, but you see it through that. Uh, But, yeah, with that, though, the guy says, "Okay, well, listen, I I can't give you a job straight up, but I can give you this job. And it's a weird kind of job because it's, you know, it's the whole runaround of the War of the Realms happened. A lot of kids disappeared. There's not really a story that anybody's been able to find, but people are getting upset that the paper isn't reporting on anything and yet the cops are doing nothing either. So it's almost like a private investigating thing. And Eddie even says it. It's less of a, you know, he's just going out to basically try to find his his worth. Yeah. And, and Clark even says, you know, Clark's aware that he hurts people because uh, he keeps saying, listen, I'm not like that. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I won't hurt anybody. And he's like, well, I do have this job, but don't hurt anybody. Well, you know, <laughs> all bets are off by the yeah. end because he goes off. He does track down. He goes to this bar uh, that a lot of people used to hang out where he'd get info and all this stuff. And he opens it up and it's empty with a lot of dead bodies in there and tons Gross. of money. And I'm telling you right now. I I would not have thought any different of Eddie 
if he picked up a couple of those, I, you know, if he picked up no, 10 stacks of those hundreds, and get there's the a bunch of, of hundreds, I would not be any sort of upset with him as a character oh. or anything. And I saw I some people, if I I saw some people like, thank God he didn't grab that money. What? what? So it's better me? that he ends up just ripping people apart. Listen, I know these, that that's more like a venom over here. Aren't paying themselves. Yeah. Also, Dylan needs the soup. <laughs> And if he yeah, right? and, and if he ends up grabbing some of this money, closed. it's dirty money. He's using it for good. You know, grab some. You donate some if you feel bad. If Eddie yeah, feels bad, little, but in the meantime, Robin Hood type move. In the know? meantime, though, he he won't have to go around getting angered at everybody. He'd actually have some money and can get back on his feet. The reason he doesn't have money is just because he doesn't have money. And at one point, he even says. Symbiote used to, you know, take care of this stuff. Yeah. I think the symbiote was going off and getting a job at the 7 Eleven. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a night. He was going no. off and getting stuff, and you were not asking questions. Or he bit someone's so, head off, probably used it saying. to feed Eddie, and he's, Eddie had no idea. Not, yeah. you know? he, no, you just don't <laughs> ask questions of what was yeah. going on before because that was, you know, Venom stuff. I'm telling you, get that, you know, to be like Steve Miller and take the money and run. Run back to, you know, yeah, Dylan with you. Buy him a soup factory. With some of this money, if you can. But he's he's there. Uh, he's, oh, man, look at this. And then he's like, oh, man, I can't do this. I'm like, oh, man, mistake number one. Did you see recently, I think it was yesterday, that I think it was in Atlanta where a uh, an armored truck, the back door opened and like $100,000 of cash went out. Oh, people were really? running around like they had I hit wish. the lottery. Oh, you should saw these people dancing in the streets. They were. You, yeah. you know when you see those game shows where you go into did, the, did uh, they put the booth out the- of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks That's like what that. it looked like. That's what it looked Did like. Did they put out the message on Twitter from the cop jet? We have video evidence of everyone oh, yeah, that no, took they did money. It right. They did that right on the news that I was watching. And they were showing the video of seeing things. Yeah. This one lady. Listen, I would actually, still say, come get me. I don't care. I'm, I'm telling you, this, you come get me. I swear to God, this one lady went by the camera just waving money, yelling she's rich. It, it looked like uh, a Dave, <laughs> Dave Chappelle, Chappelle skit, show, the way yeah. it was. That's what it was like. It was exactly that. I'm rich, man. <laughs> it was the best skit. But yeah, they, they were all going. And that's kind of like, in my mind, Eddie's there. He should have done it. He should have just grabbed it. There's no reason Got not to. the heck out. Yeah, yeah, just grab a little. No, I, I'm telling you, these guys are dead asleep. Get it? No, they're dead. Yeah. No, nobody's AKA more money. just dead than asleep. Yeah. They're they're dying to get rid so of he that gets, money. He ventures further into this funhouse and he just runs into a horror show. Yeah, that's why he should have gotten out then with the money. Yeah. But yeah, he goes in. And that's even at the point where you have his venom of the mind, you know, his, his venom conscience even giving him crap now. Yeah. Like, oh man, you know you're pathetic. You, you grab that. Let's get it to feed your pathetic, you know, son. But he gets hit by the bat before that, and that's where these hobos that are, you know, the carnage god of darkness, null business is going on. And like, all right, and and at as this goes on, you do have the venom conscious, like, hey, can I can I let loose now? Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Yeah, you can. And he just, he, he basically yeah. just starts he going to town. definitely lets loose. Yeah, this one guy's going to shoot him. He ends up grabbing the shotgun, pointing it up so he shoots, and then kicking him right in the junk. It, it looks bad. But yeah, <laughs> and, and so what I like, too, of this, if this is Venom, if this was legitimately that he didn't lose the symbiote, the, these guys would be long dead 
and there would probably not be a scratch on Eddie or the symbiote. Uh, he's getting beat up just as much. They're yeah. giving him the one guy hits so him right in the middle the of the face. head. With, it, it's a hammer. Oh, that hammer. hammer yeah, yeah, that's awful. <laughs> At least I'm it wasn't. Um, for some reason, I would think that the hook of the hammer would be worse. Luckily, it's not that. But yeah, you have all these things going on. Uh, he is really, he's getting the crap kicked out of him. Uh, as well as, you know, kicking the crap out of them. But he finally gets this gun and picks it up because he hears, you know, something going on. He knows that, you know, stuff's going on in the next room. And that's the craziest deal uh, because he goes in there and it, it's uh, Sin Eater. Sin Eater, yep. Sin Eater's supposed to be dead. Uh, he knows this. This was involving Eddie as well. So he calls uh, him out right dead. away. Yeah, and it's emo Greg, and he he's like, you know, what what the heck are you doing? And he's like, oh, look at me, I got resurrected. You know, this is going to be great. I'm collecting these kids. You know, the, the whole thing, you know, with Carnage, Cletus is coming, and uh, he doesn't really want the kids. You know, I'm just doing his stuff for him, but it's a snack for him. I, it's like a present. I want to give him some extra, so he really likes me. So gross. And yeah, it's awful. And that's where you really have. The, the venom conscience saying, C- can I get to work here? Am I allowed to do this? And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. And they you just say, like, let's do, get buddy. bloody. And I love the trash talk of the venom of the mind, too. Yep. And it, it's really it, – and with that, the venom of the mind – uh, that Eddie, you know, of his anger and stuff like that, that's manifesting in his mind of this. It, it's legit, you know, full out 90s venom as well. This is this is not oh, yeah. the Brutal nicer the venom max. that we've yeah. seen recently. This is the tongue that Gene All the way Simmons down is to the last of. panel where things are getting smaller on that one page. He's just snapping yeah. and we get a splotch. Like, what yeah. did he do to that dude's face? I know. You know, I know. Yeah, he goes to town. <laughs> And yeah, he just ends up looks like he just rips. At one point, Sin Eater's eye has popped out of the socket as Eddie's just going to town again. He doesn't want to take that dirty money, but but yet he'll just kill someone's head. Yeah, Yeah. he'll have eyes popping out. Um, Yeah, he ends up then going back to the globe. He ends up and it's it's like he looks awful. He is dirty, bloody. His face looks like meatloaf mix. He goes in. And uh, says to this clerk, hey, the, these kids are downstairs. They're in the lobby. I got them all. I, I want money right now. He ends up giving them money <laughs> in a way that it looks your... like he's terrified. Uh, yeah. yeah, this isn't write a check. This no. is give me cash. And I want it Whatever now. you got on you is sufficient enough to, to get yeah. me through the day. And he yeah. goes back to Rex's warehouse where Dylan has been sitting and, you know, being sick. And Dylan's like, this soup sucks. And Eddie looks, and I'm telling you, you're like, oh, no, he's going to lose it again. And he does, and he laughs, and he's like, it sure does, yep, kid. Sure does. It sure does. And then, yeah, it says next, and you know, uh, and then says it could be worse, next absolute carnage. So we're heading off into that. Uh, so it's an odd issue. It, yeah. it really is an odd issue. I'll give, I'll give Donny Cates full credit, though, because he's dealing with this. Obviously, you can't. In his story coming up and all that, you need Eddie to remain without the symbiont, but you've picked a way that he can still get a little more, almost like a Hulk-esque, like, you know, you don't want to get him angry, and he can step up his game. Yeah, he gets the crap kicked out of him, but it also lets him... He's a strong dude, but also it's letting him 
let go of any sort of hero inhibitions as well. Like it, it, this isn't like, oh, there's Eddie now without the symbiote. Oh, I can't punch that guy. No, no, no. He'll, he'll end up. And like you said, it's even a way that if there was a superhero therapy that you'd see later on, he would probably try to convince the therapist. It really wasn't me. But, yeah. it, you know, this was my channeled venom. It's more because I'm so used to I'm so used to what venom would think that I kind of didn't really think about it and just reacted. And, and, and venom's actions and what I think venom would do, they've just become reactions to me now. Yeah. And I can't, you know, you can tell that that's kind of the out that he's using Eddie. I think Dottie Cates was using it as well so that you can set this up where he does go off. And, and absolute carnage he's without the symbiote but it still gives him a little fighting chance until he gets it back because i would assume at some point he will get it back you know the symbiote will return we'll see uh and it also gets you out of pretty much the idea i bet you they're like listen you can't have a venom book without venom you can't go too many issues yeah, we gotta get just, back there eventually. this isn't just an eddie brock so it's a it's kind of a way to fudge the stats that way um i'm gonna give it an eight I, I liked it. I thought the art was really good for not being Ryan Stegman. I think that, you know, they really did a good job aping that a bit and making it so that it still is just brutal and yeah, look good. Uh, just the idea, though, I, I don't think I can go any higher only because not much happens. Uh, you no. know what I mean? He goes out to get soup, finds some bloody goes, money, gets a, and then fights some an hobos. Yeah, from yeah fights some know. hobos and then Sin Eater, which is cool. But, yeah, that, that's it. It's it's kind of a cool issue, number one, to get ready for Carnage, absolute Carnage. But it's also a cool issue because we just had a long amount of time, a couple months without Donny Cates. Kind of lets everybody ease back into the Donny Cates deal. And I, I thought that was good. I, I, I actually did. So I'm going to go eight out of ten. What would you go? I'm going to give it a seven five. I mean, I, I like this story, but yeah, you're right about really not much happening. It was an adventure essentially to go get soup and, and that's yeah. what he did. And, and now we're ready for carnage, but it, it was good to get just kind of back in the flow of the yeah. regular venom book. And again, I know that some people probably bailed things. on the book during war of the realms. Like they're yeah. like, Hey, you know, Cullen Bunn could do whatever he wants, but. And in that splash page, essentially that's all you need to know. I mean, it didn't really heavily tie into anything and in super yeah. important to, to this carnage stuff going forward. Um, but, but I'm excited for this, for this carnage story. I want to see what happens with it. I, you know, a little too tie in heavy for my liking. It's it's one yeah. of my nitpicks, but uh the main series at least. I'm I'm definitely Did down you with. finish catching up for it that you were no, reading? Not, not quite. I'm still uh, on minimum carnage. I've stalled we're out till, lately. We're till we're too busy. That's, I've had to put a crib problem. up. <laughs> oh really? You know, yeah. Did, like, did I got pimp- a kid coming are in. Are you two pimping weeks your here. crib? You know, no, you, you no, still no. say that to your your buddies. You want to come over to the yeah. crib? You still going yeah, with that? No. Speaking <laughs> of which, we'll, we'll schedule this on air right now. But the the C section is for the thirty first. So uh, oh, is I, it? I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and then you'll bring the baby back to the crib that week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Yeah. I I know that uh, the big thing I have, my son, Zach's in the Marines and he just sent another letter. And for some reason he says that he's done seven and a half weeks now, but that's not the date they told us. So I got to figure stuff out with that too. Uh, So we shall see. Don't worry. Your episodes will be there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we try not to take any time off tonight. I yeah. was pressed. I almost told you that we're we're taking the. Well, I the thought week you up. fell asleep. I was no, like, all right, I, was, I, might, I, might be I was doing all these other things. You together. you know why 
I'll never take a full week off that will always have a podcast because I don't want the numbers to get mixed up. I don't want to have even and odd on different times because yeah. that would really no, screw with you. my head. Yeah. I have a mental illness or something that's making me think that that would be the worst thing ever to have episode 97 <laughs> on the weekend when we're supposed, yeah, you know, know, stuff like I hear that. What you're saying there. No, yeah. that's, that, that'll, that's that the opposite. Me up yeah, as well. yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to go off now. We're going to be joined by double a run who at this moment is waiting for pizza to arrive. I just messaged nice. them that we're ready for him. Uh, but he said that his pizza is going to be there. So I don't know if he means he's not going to talk to us. Or he's going to talk to us while eating pizza. We're going to find out. This is a excuse if he doesn't yeah. want to. Yeah, we're going to find out in a second. But <laughs> it's either going to we're going to be back with a pizza-less Aaron or, uh, you know, me and you by ourselves. We'll see. But we'll be right back. All right. And we are here with Double A, Ron. He's going to have to wait for his pizza. I told everybody yeah. that you had ordered a pizza when I, I got a hold of you that we were about to record. So you're going to have to wait because you said the guy ended up not bringing your soda. Uh, oh, he already came back, uh, so I got the pizza, oh, I got the soda. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's right down the right just right down pizza the block. Place across so the street. Yeah, I was gonna yep, say pretty much. really. <laughs> he's he it's funny, he says pizza guy, but it, it's just Heidi. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. just <laughs> making the DiGiorno. Like, hey, yeah. hey, pizza guy. Uh, but yeah, so that's because I got a tipper, right? So I might as well yeah, give her really. a job yeah. title. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, I, there's no way I'm tipping Tanya for anything. She's already <laughs> taken everything from me, but uh, including my sanity and my pride. But we're going to get yeah. into this. This is War of the Realms Omega. And uh, I do have a little bit of a blurb uh, from one John Jack, because we'll, we'll get <laughs> into this. He has been very positive about the War of the Realms. He's probably one of the more positive people, as well as Double A Ron over there. You've liked it, you know, pretty much. But John Jack seems to be really into that. Uh, he was he was all in from the beginning. So it, I know myself. If that's me. I would lie and say I loved it, even if it stuck. So I'll admit that. And there's no way I'm going to ever admit that I was wrong that way. But I think that John Jack really did like it. Now, if he did or didn't, he's definitely taking out some anger in this issue because with this War of the Realms Omega, it's not necessarily a needed issue for War of the Realms. What it is is a needed issue if you are going to be a completionist and want to kind of get a little taste of what the books coming out of War of the Realms will be. And by that, I mean Jane Foster Valkyrie, Loki, number one, and Punisher Kill Crew, number one. Now, the the thing about this is as we go, and I'm telling you, I'm not even going to say the credits because there's three separate bunch of credits and I'm too It's all over the place. Uh, With this, though, it's weird because I know these books all spin out of the War of the Realms. Obviously, they do. They're here as well. The Punisher ones seem to be like, it, it just didn't feel right to me in this. And I know that that doesn't make sense because it does spin it out of War, like of, the War Realms, of the Realms. It felt like War of the Realms never ended in the Punisher title. Yeah, it just it seemed, well, again, I didn't really like the Punisher tie-in as much as you uh for the war of the realms it was just frank going I, around I killing things and going through a tunnel and then this just I seems like, like hey let's issue. just keep that killing went downhill yeah. that by issue yeah. two and then i didn't even read issue three so that's where i was yeah. at by the end of that I, I could i could kind of see how you'd think that a little bit i mean the other ones are a lot more hopeful 
They are. And also, I mean, they are also more cosmic and more Thor-esque. You know what I mean? You have Loki and Jane Foster Valkyrie. These are really, you know, extensions of a Thor family bunch of books. And then Punisher Kill Crew. Where at the end I was confused. I'm like, is the Kill Crew these kids? They better (laughs) arm them to the teeth because they don't look so tough here um but this yeah, is how don't we're gonna strap start. a claymore to their back like you did in savage no. avengers there yeah <laughs> no you don't need to do that now i am going to read the blurb he's trying not to curse here john jack and if you want to oh see boy. more i'm sure that he'll be talking about this on his comic watchers podcast and video uh on youtube look those up because i'm sure he'll be yelling and screaming possibly from the trunk of his car uh, I'm telling you, it's, it is to me, there is the where in the world is John Jack is the game that I love to play when they're going to record. I, I, I love it. I want him to record like from Burger what King. What room some of the point. house is he going to be in? I want him to actually be in or line ordering at Burger King. <laughs> oh, it makes, a, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh so much. I love when he's in his car and then at points I swear he's driving around and I, I'm afraid he's going to get in an accident. All right. He says, rather than getting literally any answers or follow up to the event, this issue just serves up a trifecta of stories designed to sell the next wave of books. If you are hoping for resolution of a half dozen plot threads that weren't explored, well, F you buy these three series (laughs) instead. Now, he has one point there. Nothing in this will not be addressed when the series start. And the big one to me is Jane Foster Valkyrie. That seems to yeah. be the one, like the, the Loki one. I mean, they're, the scenes in the Loki deal, yeah, it sets up, it gives you a little Whoa, idea of what's going to go on. I disagree with that, actually, because no. this, dare, this Daredevil thing will never be addressed again. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing, though, but that doesn't matter. I do like the Daredevil thing, though. I actually, that I do like that, too, but that's because that will never be addressed again. No, it won't. I'm also. saying just that the individual stories. And yeah. then, like, uh, what I was saying, the Loki one just seem i know that that's what's going to go on you have this little you know guy with them and things like that that reminds him of him and and whatnot but it, it really doesn't do anything like at least the jane foster one that that kind of has a cool setup you get to see some cool things and does actually if you want to say if any of these tie up anything uh they do get to send the valkyries off to a new valhalla you know reopen because of jane so that that is pretty big it's not earth shattering but you're right the beginning with him and daredevil is pretty cool and it, it actually it reminds me of an extension of the war scrolls where you know you did have them with the sword and things like that but even the art and and the you know the tone of it and things like that i actually did like where he's you know discussing being a god how you know he thought he'd be overwhelmed you have him though is pretty impressed with him and says you know you for for a mortal you know you're a lot better than a lot of gods that uh, that i know that i have to deal with a lot and it's you know returning the sword to him though and then at the end i like the wraparound at the end it kind of just gets back to you know daredevil going off to help somebody from a mugger but with him though with him and i was thinking like that'd be a weird t- like all of a sudden that's the daredevil book now uh with the yeah, two yeah. Would be him, very him daredevil wouldn't it be weird it, yeah and you'd have the blind that and, the blind bandits or something <laughs> yeah the blind that would be awesome yeah really the blind bandits who like are you know one's a god you know and yeah. yeah people are in trouble but i did like that you're right that that you're not going to get anywhere it it's nice 
You know what I mean? But it's, yeah. it's not going to be crucial uh, throughout here. But the other things are setting up the books. And, and I'll tell you right now, legitimately, I do think that the Loki one is the one that will be in trouble. Uh, you know, yeah, the most that is of the weakest three. I, I'm going to yeah. pose. I'm going to pose an idea on that one that it, okay. it, it might actually. I, I'm actually looking forward to it, but uh, yeah, I think it's going to be the weakest. Yeah, What's your theory? You could just go it, with it now. I'm going to like to see that little kid, that little yeah. small ice giant, frost giant, yeah. whatever, uh, go from being a sweetheart to being a total. You know, you want him to uh, the power j- goes to his head, just uh, like Lo- just really like mad. Loki. He was like born. A, he was born a small, a small frost giant. His father didn't like him, so yeah. eventually that kid's going to become a bad person. He's know? just going to be bad, and yeah, because he'll just Loki- be driven crazy by Loki. Was the Loki legitimately spelled out to be, you know, five or six issues or because a lot or was it not spelled out yet of, of yeah, how long? I, th- I would sure think it would mini. be a mini, but yeah, uh, I think it's a mini. Uh, yeah. So that'd be cool. Actually, I'd like that because I like that little guy and I do like the idea of, you know, getting the classic Loki who's, you know, he's a jerk. He comes in, he's strutting his stuff, but yet he does have a soft heart, especially for something or somebody who has it bad just like him where he's looked at as a joke he you know this little guy plus i'm a shorter guy so you know i I don't mind this either uh you know i see a little of myself in that blue monstrosity of a a young frost giant here Uh, do you see a lot of yourself in the bagel boss yeah no not that guy that guy was a jerk really uh and that guy legitimately in the comments for that of what i was watching it on that people were like please somebody go find this guy and make sure he doesn't shoot up anywhere because that guy's <laughs> triggered uh yeah. yeah so and in that and we're going a little out of order but with this loki deal i like the art uh what it does set up in my mind is something that you probably would have guessed anyway the Frost Giants don't really like Loki, and he's already overstepping things. He's getting this little guy involved, and they're basically like, yeah, you're, you're our king. You know, we'll see about that as we go, and, and we'll see yeah, how that works It's a very tentative out. relationship yeah, right now. and so I, I thought that that was pretty well spelled out. But with that, it is the one book that I thought to myself, like, that would be the third on my list. If I was picking which of these that I'd buy, yeah, it just, that would it definitely just felt, be third. It felt a little like it didn't have enough substance to it. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah. where's the direction going to be? Is it just going to yep. be Loki on this frost Jotunheim Frost yeah, uh, just realm? walking around. Uh, yeah. Could try and control his miscreant uh, yeah. underlings? <laughs> or, his little guy. Know? And his little guy who you think is going to be, it would be funny if he ends up being full out villain. That would be neat. Well, the other deal is uh, the first story is the Jane Foster story. And, you know, she's there in the morgue and she's got to, you know, identify, tag the Valkyries. They all seem to be taken care of already, Um, but she's there. And I don't know that at this point she's just sitting there waiting for somebody to come and get them like a Thor. <laughs> because when he does show up, she acts that way. She kind of acts waiting like, oh, for the well, visions to come to yeah. come to her so she can turn into yeah, and Valkyrie. She's, yeah, she's, she's waiting. waiting. <laughs> like, and, and the whole deal is when the hammer dissolved, it broke apart. Uh, it ended up, as we saw at the end of the War of the Realms, it ended up making this bracelet that we know will make her into Valkyrie uh, with that. Uh, well, I like that. I like the, the setup of she's, that. She's got kind of a history of just kind of 
uh, getting placed in the exact location she needs to yeah. be at the time. Yeah, exactly. Because that's where she that's, needs that's to be. how she and like how Thor the uh, mighty Thor number one, where she got the the mm-hmm. Mjolnir's hammer, kind of ended up being like. And then when she got the war hammer, right in the War of the Realms, yep. she just kind of got drawn to the locations that she's supposed to be at. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I kind of chalk that up to this scene. And and with that, like I said, Thor shows up and says, you know, hey, I'm here, you know, I'm going to, you know, get this. I got to bear my people to their rest. And that's where Jane's like, oh, oh, to Valhalla. And I like where Thor looks at her and like, what did you just say? Valhalla. No, <laughs> it's not Valhalla. It's done. You know, yeah. there's no more Valhalla. It, it's locked up. You know, everything's going stale in there, the beer and all that. It's just an empty room with a dying fire. Like, no, 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 that, that's it. There's no Valkyrie. There's no Valkyor. Uh, without that, they're just dead. They're, yeah, they're it's done, very, I'm, I'm very evocative of, of him getting the feeling of, like, my heaven is dead. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. my people have nothing to look forward to anymore. No, and, and it seems like, you know, in my mind, he would just be taking them back and giving them a burial, but they're dead. They're not going to Valhalla. They're not going to celebrate. They're not going to be greeted as heroes in Valhalla. That's going. And so that seems, like you said, it's funny because, like you said, she's always in the right place at the right time. And this is one of those where not only that, but the right things are said for her to hear, (laughs) to get upset in the right way, because she's, she's sad. I mean, and she, you know, in my mind, she's thinking, you know, this can't be. And she even says, like, there's Thor, and he's mourning not just his friends, but his faith. I mean, everything's dead. The heaven that they know, you know, for Asgard, it's gone. And that's big. That's huge. And uh, she's like, I wish I could help to heal him, to heal them all. And, you know, if if Asgard needs a Valkyrie, boom. And, uh, you know, the bracelet starts going. And I, I thought that this was a cool way to do it because I just thought, Oh, she's just going to turn into Valkyrie and, and fly off or whatever. But you do see the spirits of the Valkyries then rise and, uh, you know, talk to uh, them and talk to Jane. And she's like, you know, basically. And it's funny, too, because she had her friend there with her before all this happened. The one friend that knows that she was Thor and all that. And this lady was like, oh, I'm taking another job. And it's kind of a very much a, a coincidence where she's like, oh, really? Like, why would you do that? Well, there's a job to be done. You go and do it. It's exactly what she says pretty much. It's yeah, like, exactly well, what she there's needs a to job, hear. Yeah, because uh, Brumhilda's like, basically, I want to give you the, the deal. I want you to be He-Man. You've got the power now. Do you <laughs> want to be, you, will you bear the name? You know, and she's like, yeah, if it has to be done. And then she names her Valkyrie and she turns into Valkyrie there. That's cool. And yeah, and I actually thought like, oh, okay, that's done. You actually get one more page where they they show them going off to Valhalla, going off with that. Thor looks, you know, a little reinvigorated and stuff like that. And then she says, I'm Valkyrie. That's what happened. The rest, I guess, we'll figure out. And it's going off to Jane Foster, Valkyrie number one. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that book. I hope that it's really good. I yeah, think that's that the one be. out of all of these I actually look forward yeah. to checking. Yeah, out. and it, like I I don't mind. And we're going to be talking about the Punisher. I don't mind. You know, the Punisher book. We'll read it. We'll review it. We'll talk about it. It just it seems like already one of those that'll be like, yeah, it's fun while we're reading it. But I'm looking forward to Jane Foster. Forget Valkyrie, about it. Two seconds later. Yeah, and especially for people who did like Jane Foster Thor and are sick of getting crap for that because. 
I, that's all I see. <laughs> the only place that I see that is full out, it seems to be accepting for the most part of Jane Foster Thor is in our Slack chat. As long as Dancing Mike doesn't show up and start yelling about <laughs> stuff, that he gets triggered by it. But uh, I, I like Jane Foster Thor, and I like just Jane Foster as a character, and I like her connection to Thor. So I do that, too. That's always a cool thing. It, it always just having her around. I like the idea when she stopped being Thor. I really thought that we were going to lose her, that either she was going to die from cancer or she was just going to go off and we'd never see her again. I'm glad that she has something else to do and do she's, this in a way. She's a character that's been around for a long, long time. Yeah, she deserves yeah. something like yeah, this. Yeah, she does I mean, deserve something. And she doesn't deserve the crap for being Thor. I, I can only imagine that somebody's going to have a reason to yell about her being Valkyrie, but I don't know why. Because yeah. that well, they seems were all women cool to begin well. with, so I think everyone like that gets upset well, about that. No, stuff. I know we'll what they'll get upset it, about. You know? <laughs> They're going to get upset about one of the things that Aaron said is always happening, and what we kind of like is why is she always at this right place at the right time, and why does this <laughs> just happen to her? I mean, I, I remember hearing people getting mad by like the fourth Harry Potter book. Why does everything good happen to Harry Potter? I'm like, really? I think the books are called. Yeah, it's totally, it totally is. Yeah, yeah so well, now uh, she then, really has an excuse because she has the transforming uh, bracelet to talk yeah. to her in her head. Also, yeah, so yeah, yes. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I actually am a lot of these three. Now, again, we go off in the big thing with the Punisher deal is that it's Juan Ferreira art, which which I do like. Uh, obviously, I love. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and it's, it's again, of these three books, it's less hopeful, and, like you and, said. And you like it's, Jerry Duggan, too. I mean, yeah, I do. He, he I did like, the Affinity like yeah, Watch. So. Yep. Yeah, really. And nobody else did. Me and Brandon yeah. were the only ones. I, I didn't uh, like what I like, what I like about this in this, you know, Omega issue is, yeah, you know, the, the Loki story wasn't exactly the happiest story, but y- you have some kind of humor and you have it going. It's also on joint time, so you don't have. And the Jane Foster, yeah, you have some dead Valkyries, but at the end, you have the Valkyries going off the Valhalla. Everything's great. You have this Punisher part here. And you're actually seeing what we've never seen in any of these books, as far as I know, because obviously War of the Realms just ended. We see the downside and the dark side of what happens when Earth has been invaded. There are looters. There are (laughs) remnants of dead bodies. At one point, they have pretty much a bulldozer. A bulldozer doing bodies into it. It's awful. And it just it, it actually shows you. The ramifications that we're not getting in a lot of other things, like not yeah. everything was, you know, roses when they won. There's some pretty bad things going on. I do have to say right now, if you end up and this is a, a public service announcement from Weird Science, if you end up in a War of the Realms type apocalypse and you're hungry, I understand people have to eat. Please don't eat up a barbecued troll frost giant. It, that is disgusting. No, it looks, it looks a little tasty. I think that that Are probably was one of them that died in the first, you know, two well, days of that. That thing has been rotting a, for oh, disgusting. A lot, a, lot of fat on that, a lot of fat on that meat, you know. Disgusting. Plus, you know, Gross. cut it first or fat, something. Fat is know. flavor. 
That is true. And that's why you go for the cheek meat is what you do. At one point, I was at a pig roast. My one friend would have a pig roast every year. And actually, it was done. You know, you'd have a a guy who would come, uh, you know, a professional pig roaster, you know, whatever it would be. And uh, he would make it up and he'd have there and you'd go up and, you you know, ask, hey, I want that. Hey, what kind? And I'm like, oh, I'll have some of the the buttocks or whatever. I I think I'm like, I just want the butt. And he just yells out. (laughs) This man loves the cheek meat. He yelled it to the whole party. And I'm just like, what, the, what, what are you doing? And yeah, I did like the cheek meat. That was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> uh, like a yeah, cheek meat, yeah. I guess. Some of the best. Uh, so yeah, so you end up with, you know, Frank, and he's going to help the people as he goes through, but also make sure they don't, you know, go over the top and do awful things as well. But yeah, he barbecues some frost giant. He ends up going, then a hellhound goes to get him and he just shoots his head off. I mean, it's it's brutal. It's like, these so first couple brutal. Of deals. It is. I don't mind it, though, because no, no, like I, I said, it. you're this getting the I grittiness totally ex- of the war. Yeah, yeah this is yeah, what yeah, I totally expect it, from this book. It has totally. to be. Yeah. But and it, so you even just, have. It, it felt like it oh, should yeah. have been the first story in this series. Yeah. yeah. And then end in a, a nice note. You yeah. Know, but yeah. So and with you the even have. Yeah. You even have. Yeah, really. That would be good. You even have like in the Valkyrie deal, you have the nice like, oh, we got our heaven back. Let's go. This shows, you know, all the Asgardians, not all of them just went back to Asgard. They, they're drinking it up. Hanging they're the they're carousing, screaming and yelling. They don't want to talk. They're yelling their things. And that's where Frank, who, again, he doesn't care if Asgard is back or that he's upset because he just went through. He's going through New York. It's an apocalypse. It, it looks awful. And they're celebrating. And they're like, oh, you know, this isn't for mortals. You know, go back to your deal, whatever. Thor then shows up and basically tells him, like, you know, stop it. There's things to clean up. Go help. And uh, he then talks to uh, Punisher, and somebody's going to have to talk because I have to cough. Well, he, he well yeah, he's talk- talking to Punisher. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm back. Sorry. See there? Yeah. Yeah, so he's talking to him and kind of giving him. Yeah, you guys, you, you both, you, you <laughs> failed. Epic, epic <laughs> fail. But yeah, I stopped so, flipping through I, the I, book like uh, five minutes ago. <laughs> yes, so there you go. You have Frank there and basically says there's a lot of killers on the loose and I'm going to go kill them. And yeah, Thor's like, all right, have fun. And he goes up go and that's it. where you go to a, you go to this graveyard. I'm telling you, that is the worst scene ever where yeah. there's just a bulldozer that's just dozing bodies in the holes and things like that. I, I, I'm just uh, but, ass- uh, assuming that they're the, the dark elves bodies. Maybe? I, I'm hoping. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I don't know because to me, I know that, you know, I don't know how respectful, you know, most New Yorkers, they're, they, they're a little, you know, over the top. Anyway, I would believe that they'd probably burn uh, bodies in a, a big thing of Dark Elves. I don't think they, then again, they are using bulldozers. So it's not like they're being respectful. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. not being very <laughs> respectful. I also love to think because at points you see a bunch of open graves and, and stuff like that. And you see, I would love to say that they're bulldozing a thousand bodies, trying to get them into these eight graves and whatever happens, happens. So like, <laughs> just kind of it, filling the holes over. Yeah, some dirt yeah, on yeah, it. yeah <laughs> like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but yeah, they're doing all that. That and then Aaron, you you bring us to the end of what happens. Well, he he comes up to this guy that uh, lost his wife and his child, and he says he's gonna to get the people that he he lost track of the scent, and he's just uh, gonna find them eventually. He promises, and the guy's like, "Well, 
I have a bunch more people that need help too. There are a lot of orphans that were left because of yeah. this war and they all have enemy, all have, you know, the facts that they could think of, of who did the killing or took their parents or whatever. And we yep. want you to go kill that, kill them for them, please. Yeah. It's like a kitty version of like setting up the hit. So he's going to be like, Oh, little kid. Like, well, well my yeah. mom and dad were here and this guy took them and they did that. And, yeah, and they all look cute. So it tries ready. ending on a high note, but it's like these yeah. chil- these children are contracting Punisher to go yeah. kill more ogres or yeah, yeah, whatever's <laughs> left behind. Yeah, whatever's and, left and behind. But things, I mean, yeah. you, you'd think all the big name characters were already kind of taken out. So yeah. what's he going to be really going after? Yeah, and again, so. I, it, this is where I like Juan Ferrazard. I like Jerry Dugan, but this, I mean, it's legitimately full out set up to be a scavenger hunt, which I'm not. You know, the biggest. So I think that hopefully there will be a twist that will happen that will kind of change that up. And we'll see. But then, yeah, the whole thing ends with him doll giving uh, Daredevil. It's the bookend with Daredevil giving him some new, you know, nunchuck things. You know, the, I forget yeah, what they're called. They're, the sticks. Yeah, I do too. The sticks are from the Jaeger Dressel tree. Yeah, they're from the, the tree, the tree of life. So that's yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, but, they're the same uh, things. And I always forget I, I, the name of them. It's the same thing Nightwing uses as well. Yeah, the batons. I can't think of them yeah. either. Yeah, but it, it, like it makes chakras, me wonder. It, I, I forget. <laughs> it makes me wonder though. Like, are they going to have added benefit? Or are they just? Gonna, I don't know. That seems I like mean, they maybe got symbols, that once they to got get symbols dri- yeah. dra- drawn on them or carved in them or whatever. But his normal his real life right? his normal sticks. You know, he could shoot like lines out of them yeah. and like. Yeah, uh, that's funny. He'll things. go to do that and these don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe what they'll do is, and maybe they'll do like something weird. Like it'll be construct looking things. Like it'll still but, have uh, that, but it'll be mystical. But, but yet again, yet again, does this, uh, what is this going to appear in Chip Zdarsky's book? That's what I was going to ask. I was there, actually going to ask no you. There is no Daredevil thing no. spinning out of the War of those realms no. that I know of. And that, my question is to both of you. Do you think they will show up? Do you think that that Chip Zdarsky will have these in there? I can almost guarantee that they will eventually show up lately because, I mean, everything that I've been reading and trying to keep up on has eventually come back around at some point. Lately, okay. yeah, a lot I of, just a lot of I wouldn't be been... shocked if they don't show up. And, and the funny thing is, is at the moment, you know, he's not even Daredevil. You know, he's not even yeah. doing that at the moment. I I need it to be that lady. She has these, and then we find out, holy crap! It was never Matt in the War of the Realms. It was the lady who got that costume on. But yeah, that's not happening. But yeah, I I would hope that they show up, even by look. And then kind of if they disappear later, like you say, he's like, ah, these aren't comfortable. It's like when you play a sport and you try like a new, you know, stick or uh, a new bat and you yeah. strike out or you don't score a goal in a game and you think it's the stick or the bat's fault. You put it away. Yeah, and you know, never you know what's really, it's your really ironic, though? Uh, this is Ron Garney art on the Daredevil story. Yeah. And this is the best he's making. He made Daredevil look. And he did the whole, well, not the whole run, but most the majority of the issues of Charles for the, Soul. Charles Soul. And it really? didn't look this and good it, at all. That's crazy. Like, he used a, a much less detailed, less refined art style. With yeah. a, and then had Matt Miller, the same colorist, actually did a lot less coloring like, uh, like really? it was a lot more muted palette on that whole run and this mm. looks actually quite amazing and i, I kind of wish it would have looked like this 
throw a whole you, run of you, souls uh, rod. You you love bashing that souls rod yes. there, dog. Yes, I do. You love doing that. I, well, the best was I, I used to look forward to it. And this was before I even read Marvel and before we even had, you know, a podcast. And we were doing reviews on the DC site. But, you know, I wasn't reading other people's books that they were doing. You were reviewing that Charles Soul Daredevil. And I would just wait for every Monday when we'd put them up. I'd just wait to see in the Slack where you would just rip apart. That <laughs> I had to read this again. And, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and you know, not a lot of people like that. I, I did, I've never heard anybody full out say that they love that run. So I know that you like to bash it. But uh, I'm going to give this uh, overall... It's weird. I, I'm telling you, I don't know that it's worth it for all the deal, but I didn't hate it. I, I didn't no. hate it as much as John Jack. I just, it, it might be unnecessary, um, but I like kind of seeing it as like, it's almost like you're you're going to the movies and you're seeing some coming attractions. And I, as a guy, I love coming attractions. I like to yeah. see what's coming up. I get a kick out of it and I like to be surprised sometimes. But do you like to pay? All of a sudden you have something. Do you but like I to pay, pay to go see? For, do you no, like to pay that's more what I'm saying. for it? I would though? not pay to go see <laughs> the coming attractions. There's no way. But when I go to the movie, I get very upset if we miss them. Yeah. Um, and so where I can pull it behind, we haven't mentioned, you know, a lot of it, you know, we do get some review copies. So I can say that they didn't have to, but it, it's not worth, I don't think it's worth the money to do it. And especially where you're trying to force it into make it a complete set with the War of the Realms. That's good. But like you said, the Omega issues kind of do this all the time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's great. And that doesn't mean that it's something that you should accept. But if you end up wanting to get a little sneak preview of some of these things coming up, this is a cool way to do it. And and where I can say, how about this? If you get this issue, and was this five ninety nine? Did you say, Brandon? Was this like one of those really yes, weird it, it price was probably issues? Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Even so, four ninety nine. Just say yeah. it's five dollars. It's four ninety nine. Um, if you went into this and then decided, you know what? I don't think that Loki books for me you've now saved the money. You know what I mean? So you can kind of judge it from that. Maybe this will give you an idea of if you had to pick between the three books and you didn't want to waste money on all three, you wanted to pay and said, oh man, you know, I think that that Valkyrie looks the best. I'm going to get that. Now you might've saved yourself $8 down the line and, you know, or it works out because of the deal. Um, So that, in that kind of frame of mind, maybe it's okay. It does suck that they throw these out there. This almost felt like if you took away the daredevil thing and maybe, you know, you could have thrown some of these in the back of some books as a backup as you went and things like that. But you know, that's how it works. I'm going to give it, I want to say seven, but I, I do want to keep in mind that I don't think it was worth it, but I'm still going to go seven. I, I think that, again, I'm going to go with the concept that it gives you an idea of these books of which ones you might be into. Uh, how about you, Aaron? Uh, I'm not that far off. I'm going to go six, eight, and I'm just docking at those two little, little bit I points. I said six, seven is what I said. Uh, <laughs> six, five, I went with. Uh, you go. I'm going with six, eight. I mean, just... The art is really strong in all the stories. I, I'm yeah. definitely going to say that they didn't like lack backgrounds, have weird seed transitions at all. Um, it, the the idea of it being four ninety nine, I have a little hang up on just just on the fact that I mean you're trying to advertise. Uh, three yeah. mo- three more stories. You're having people buy your advertisement. Uh, it's 
I, I think it would it would behoove them to do it at around two ninety nine. You know, entice people to get this book, which might entice people would, to get the yeah. other book. It'd be a that smart make promotion the money on the back end. Yeah, it'd be a yeah. smart promotional cost off. I mean, well, here's just the deal: as, as snippets, we say, and I. Know? I do it on the the news program on the Patreon. They're obviously the Loki issue. Uh, some of these others, uh, they're shipping free issues at points. They're double yeah, shipping. Exactly. They're giving you buy two get one free. You know, back off on that and maybe be better served to have this be handed out. You know, you have the comic store owners, somebody who was getting all the War of the Realms and things like that. You know, they just slip this in your bag and say, hey, check that out. And then and it would benefit them if you buy one too. So totally. Uh, I mean it would only make sense completely. Um, I think Brandon's gonna go a lot lower than I I know Brandon's gonna go a lot lower. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking around the four the five five range, but what are you gonna give it, Brandon? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a three. I mean I like one of the however many stories were in there. I think that the other stuff just made me less interested in it than I I already you know might have been. (laughs) But see then then it's uh, I'm just tired of these stupid like if you look at Marvel's lineup of releases this week, I, I think there were more titles over 399 then then you know actually 399 so i don't yeah. know it's got to stop at some point and selling the advertisements is where i draw the line so oh, yeah hey, the you, line. You, you right you rightfully have a point though too i mean yeah. I, it, it is kind of a, a smack in yeah, your I, face I, I when you tell look, anybody to even buy this yeah, they yeah. Got i don't, free, I don't I think i would either it. i wouldn't tell i'm just saying i it. the art the, uh, three the, the art's pretty yeah. good and, and for, <laughs> yeah, three for the, the art. Why, there we go. That's why Juan Ferrer will never put you in an issue. Is what happens then. You're out. I'm is what you it. are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one well, I do want to mention. It's an that. Omega issue. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really. Uh, I did want to mention that it, it is one of the uh, most uh, subdued Juan Ferrera deals. He he didn't even get to do like his crazy panel layouts or anything. It was very yeah. you know straightforward. Though again, I hope that he doesn't get. That typecast as just he's the guy who does things with heads blowing up and you know stuff like that because uh, yeah, I think I mean, more than that can it be really yeah, that bad of a typecast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, it gets you a lot of work in comics, so I guess it yeah. isn't that bad. But uh, that's that, and that is the end. Uh, yeah, Brandon ended. You're like ending with that dismal the Punisher. Pu- yeah. you, you ended the podcast yeah. with a three with a bang. There oh, we go, Molly. Oh my god! I'm. I was just trying to think. Can we get another book? Is I mean, Uncanny I X Men like still Realms out that you can to, rip it like, into? <laughs> I didn't like War of Realms to begin with. I, the, yeah. And then yeah, I have I to read an Omega with three stories. Well, you need, to, you I, need I, to go I, sit I, in a hot tub with the Avengers. I yeah, think. Yeah, really naked. She Hulk. You know, have She Hulk show up. I, <laughs> yeah. I just think that maybe you need to go back in the slack tonight and yell at John Jack a little more. That <laughs> usually cheers you up. You and him yelling about you know the War of the Realms. So. He beat you to it because he didn't like it either. This is the best is by the end of this, I think you and him are in agreement and and everybody's thinking me and Aaron are ridiculous. But we'll see. We'll see if anybody has any comments, uh, you know, for this weekend. But thanks, everybody, for listening. That's going to be it. Again, if you want to go to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash weird science and 
the big uh the spotlight is that what we call it was invisible woman number one and wolverine versus blade special number one so if you want to hear those reviews and hear them now they're already up and you can listen to us talk about that but everybody uh have a good couple of days we'll see you in a couple of days aaron you go and eat that pizza yeah yeah have some good time so were you or were you like eric and just was eating it all this time and muting your mic no That's no what eric it's another color. he would have been digging yeah, in. i can't do uh, that all right all right neither can i but yeah thanks everybody and we'll talk to you later bye and I must keep running, running, and 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 running,